0: bounce back since Saturday. you know
1: uh that was obviously painful you know i mean in, in, anytime you you don't get it done it is extremely painful i mean um I, I don't really know how to explain it i mean guys players and coaches in the business they don't they know what it feels like but yeah. it just it's hard but we have had a good week you know we got a unique team coming in here and so that presents some challenges but they've worked hard and uh you know, it was a good-spirited week.
0: What What would people close to you say you're like after a game like that?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, um, I, I work really, really hard to just learn from things. And it's, you know, my job to set the tone with these kids. And, you know, that that's when, um, you know, the coaches and leadership and all those – that's the senior leadership, the leadership on the team. That's when it matters. I mean – it's easy to do things when things are all going well, um, but when it's not, I mean, we just we got to just you just stick to the process, and that doesn't mean we're not learning, tweaking as we go, but we just got to keep working.
0: What What were maybe the biggest takeaways for you, if you did learn something from that game? What was that?
1: Uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways we still have some young, tight players learning mm-hmm. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And and so it's not a matter of like, you know, it it always to me comes down to fundamental football, you know, fundamentals and techniques. And we just got to keep getting better at those things in terms of tackling, getting off blocks, covering guys, um, you know, thinking better on the field in critical situations. You know, that that's what it's that's what it's all about. And so, like I said, we played a lot of good football. We didn't play it good enough at the most critical times.
0: How difficult is it to simulate Hawaii in terms of their offense with your
1: scout team? You know what, um, it, it is di- it is different, and, and their defense is different as well. Um, but but those ki- those kids that ran the scout team this week, I mean, we just had them out there, and we practiced a little extra with those guys on Thursday in our, and our and they, you know, I, I really was so proud of them and complimented them. I mean, they gave us about as good an effort and, and realistic look as you can get in a short period of time. You're never going to be able to simulate the speed of the game and exactly what they're doing when they're route adjusting and all those type of things. But they they gave a good look. They really did. Jim, what's, what's
0: different about their defense?
1: Structurally, you know, like I said earlier, they play with three safeties. It's a little unorthodox sometimes how they line up, and it's just not something that we see, you know, day in and day out. And and um, even maybe the structure we haven't seen in the Pac-12.
0: Hmm. jimmy said tuesday the offense reminds him of like the 80s oilers running shoot back in the day with warren moon is that the comparison you'd make and have you seen anything like this before
1: absolutely yeah. i've seen it many many years when i was at boise and mm-hmm. june jones was in hawaii mm-hmm. so that's what it reminds me of mm-hmm. you know nick rolovich done a great job of bringing back you know staying true to his roots and and i always thought that was a really good system for those guys um you know they get guys that can can block well big dudes over there and then recruit speed and it always worked for them and that's what they're doing now
0: and it's mm-hmm. it's good. You faced Roldovich, I think, when he was at Nevada, right, as the O C for a couple years down there. How much has his system changed at
1: all yeah, since it's, then? It's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. He was he was running a different style. And I think, you know, I think when he became a head coach and maybe after a year of doing it, mm-hmm. I think he kinda said, I need to do it what he really wants to do and what he what's in his heart.
0: Has he always been this wacky? I don't know if you follow him on Twitter or not, but he's kind of a nut job on social media.
1: I don't I don't follow anybody that's not <laughs> 18 to 22. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't know um, what he does. I really like him. I think he does a great job. Um, you know, a lot of respect for, for him and his crew. Chris, is
0: there any reason, as prolific as the running shoot was, especially with guys like Miles Davis yeah. back in the day, do you have a theory as to maybe why that kind of fell out of favor a little bit? Yeah. Was it just defenses catching up? or
1: That's a great question. Um, like I said, it was really effective in Hawaii. And June was the, you know, he was one of the mastermind, Miles Davis back in the day. You know, they were quite a team together. And, um, you know, they, they did a great job with it. And I don't know if they were just the guys that had the nuances of it, you know, and n- nobody stuck to it like they did. Um, you're seeing maybe a little bit more, you know, the air raid, run and shoot. There's there's some similarities there. Um, now, I think each side would tell you there's significant differences, what I think there are, but there's some similarities, and I think you're starting to see more of that. Chris, you mentioned some young players out there. Are you seeing more of that on the defensive side of the ball
0: or the offensive side of the ball? In um, terms of? In terms of your guys. Yeah, you
1: know, I mean, w- when you lose whatever it is, nine out of 11 starters mm-hmm. or – I mean that's that's a lot of guys to replace. So there's youth out there, even if it's guys that have played, they haven't been in that, that spotlight role. And so it you know, it takes a minute to keep going, guys. What
0: what what should Kyler have done differently looking back on that on that PI call in the fourth quarter?
1: Yeah, that you know, that's a hard one. I mean we we just gotta be a, a, just a touch more clean in our you know, our technique. I mean we gotta play mm-hmm. aggressive if we're gonna play like that, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I'm not sure what, you know, the official saw. I mean, I can't – we don't have his vantage, but he saw something, and it is what it is. And so we're working hard on cleaning up our techniques. I mean, you know what
0: at the tight end position. You look at guys like Hunter Bryant where he's a lot different than maybe the most guys in the room. Have you seen a transition in that at the tight end position in terms of how the position has evolved overall?
1: No. I mean, you know, we've always liked tight ends, and we play to their strengths, and we kind of mix and match the groups. Always you kind of got some H-type guys that are – more receiver movement guys that can get downfield. And then you like to have a couple true Y type guys that block a little bit more stout. And we kind of mix and match. But we've, like I said, we, we like to tie it in here for sure.
0: Hawaii's already got two wins over Pac-12 schools, uh, Oregon State, Arizona. It feels like the gap between the group of five and power five is shrinking every single year. And I wonder if you kind of feel like that too.
1: I, I think, you know, parity in football mm-hmm. in general, like whatever, the, mm-hmm. however you want to categorize it. I mean, there's a lot of good coaches out there. I think there's a lot of really good players that sometimes, you know, I, I don't want to even say get overlooked, but are, are not ranked. You know, that, that's the thing with recruiting rank. There's just a lot of good players out there that are mm-hmm. coached up. And then if you, if you have like, a, you know, a mature group that's juniors and seniors, I mean, that's what you'd like to see on your roster. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to keep that balance and keep, there's no substitute for experience in your system. And I think that creates a lot of parity. Do you think that with quick
0: access to information nowadays, as opposed to maybe even like five, ten years ago, that that's really helped the teams in the group of five and below in recruiting to find maybe some of those diamonds in the rough? Yeah, I think,
1: that's, you know, I think that's probably accurate. Um, and not, not only that, but just the information that's out there that you can see in football and studying football and you know, the combination of all those things. I mean... The other guys on the other side got good coaches, too. I mean, they're not going to be there if, you know, they're not good coaches. I don't care anybody that's on our schedule that we play. They are good coaches. And then you couple that with guys that, you know, you're talking about that are, um, you know, whatever. You know, I, I don't know if they're under the radar to us because we know a lot of these guys we play against that we've looked hard at them. And, um, you know, so there's there's just a lot of parity.
0: I was curious also with some roster changes, what have you, with. But- any of the walk ons been offered or uh, been given scholarships no no not at this point Get, get a chance to watch any of the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday? No,
1: chance. I did not see one snap. Wait, what's your?
0: uh Just, I'm, I'm curious if if you thought Kellen Moore would would oh, stand yeah. to the point of being oh, an yeah. NFL offensive coordinator at some point? Oh, <laughs> well, he's
1: going to be a head coach here. I mean, that's how it works in the NFL. You know, right? You do good, and you're like under thirty, you're getting you know you get <laughs> a job fast. But no, we knew all along. And in fact, back in the day when he came to us, we had a bunch of you know, younger coaches, um, and he wanted to – like he knew he wanted his dad's a coach, and he knew he wanted to coach. His brother wanted to coach, and, like, that was one of the reasons that he came, you know, to Boise back in the day. And so, you know, for him to play the NFL card for, for a few seasons and, you know, see what that's all like. Um, there's nobody that's around Kellen um, that knows him, knew him in high school, knew him that is surprise that he's coaching, coaching well at that level.
0: Did he – I mean, obviously, he's a quarterback, but did he, did he, could you tell that he kind of had the mind to be a a good play caller, to to be a a guy who could run the show like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think, um, you know, there's certain guys you're around that really understand the game. He understood it as a, you know, as a high school guy coming in because of the system that they run with his dad. And so he had a great head start. And I'd never been around anybody at that time that had prepared like him. When he redshirted, his first year there, like it, it blew me away how he was in meetings. He didn't say a word. He's not a talkative guy, really. But the focus that he brought every day, and I always have a story about when we were actually in Hawaii playing in a bowl game, and he was redshirting. And I remember like our last practice in the meeting with the quarterbacks, like I kept watching him, and it was like he was playing, and he was completely redshirting. But that, you know, I had never seen anyone bring that intensity to meetings, <clears throat> um, certainly at that age.
0: How have you seen the receivers bounce back in practice since the game on Saturday? And I think Monday it kind of implied that expanding the rotation wasn't really in the cards yet. Does this well, feel like maybe a week you might do that?
1: No, I mean we're, you know, we're always trying to develop these guys. We got, you know, we got good young players there. And because a guy drops a ball, mm-hmm. it, they're not getting yanked out. That's that's not how we do it. You know, because a guy throws an interception, we're not pulling him out. A guy misses a block, we're not pulling him out. You know. Those guys feel bad about it, about it as, as anyone. Did they work a little harder catching some balls and maybe focus more? Yeah, they did. And so, you know, that's how we think about it here. The young guy, we're, we still are trying to get those guys into the game, and when it's super tight games and you've got experienced guys, it's hard to, you know, sometimes harder than mm-hmm. to push them in when you'd like to.
0: Bush talked about the red zone problems just kind of continuing in that game on Saturday. What are you seeing in the red zone that continues
1: to kind of plague you guys a little bit? Yeah, a little bit of self-inflicted wound. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I mean, if you have the same crew that you had the year before, you know, you may make a little pro- little progress. But we're game two against a really good defense, and um, you know, we we um, we obviously got some work to do there. Obviously, when there's drop
0: passes, those That's are right. going to show up. But from a, a route running perspective, getting open, getting separation, mm-hmm. have you seen those guys make pro- make the progress you'd like at this point?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think probably, um, I, I I think. I think probably everybody's seeing that. You know, those balls, those guys were open, you know, so they got to do something to create space, and then we just didn't make the play, finish the drill, right? And um, so, I mean, I do think the group has improved. It's just an unfortunate time in tight games when you have, you know, guys, um, you know, certainly in critical critical times. When you throw, you're going to have drops. I mean, that's part of it. You know, you just don't want to have that many at any one time or any one game.
0: Paying even more attention to the weather report this weekend. <laughs>
1: You know, uh, there's not much I can do about it. <laughs> so on Saturday, if it's rainy, you know, I'll put rain gear on. And if there's lightning, hmm. uh, we'll sit in the locker room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was, there, was there ever any conversation all about playing that game on Sunday? Was that even remotely? That
1: played? was not. That came yeah. up for about one second. Okay. But it's like, where's Cal going to stay? Right. I mean, that was like, that wasn't going to be able to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that, logistically, that one just didn't seem like. I thought maybe we should go to the indoor facility and just have the coaches and players go. You know, and to, I don't know if that's been done, but I was thinking, we were thinking about that.
0: Did you actually get to a point where you were considering if we have to cancel it, here's how we make it up? Was that even not? We knew it
1: wasn't going to be made up if yeah. we canceled it. Mm. That's kind of what the word mm. on the street was that we were not going to be able to make it up.